meeting today's challenges with yesterday's experiences. Senior Wisdom is your opportunity to take in wisdom gained by our elderly population and apply this insight to your own life. It's a time machine of sorts, sending you back to challenges of pre-millennia days and places that stretch across the globe. Growing up in a family of six, Jerry Lawrence remembers the tension in his home as a young elementary age boy. Although his father tried to support his family and he was an honest person, personal wounds at his father's upbringing created a tapestry of emotional and dysfunctional behavior. Jerry's morning preparations for school were so chaotic that his walk to school usually made him sick to his stomach. Jerry's response to dealing with this situation translated into the development of a highly motivated youth who found employment that helped him and his siblings afford the most basic needs of life, things that would not have been available otherwise. Jerry was able to cultivate a high level of tenacity that developed a self-reliance in him that achieved the wonderful life of family, community, and professional successes. Senior Wisdom is ready to share another golden nugget, so adjust the volume on your laptop or handheld device and soak in to a conversation with Jerry Lawrence. Well, today I'm sitting with an authentic California guy, Jerry Lawrence. Jerry, you were born and raised in Pasadena, California many a year ago. That's true. That's true. In fact, that was 90 years ago. Is that right? Your birthday's coming that's up. That's right. That's right. Well, what was, you know, Pasadena back then, was, was Hollywood a big deal? Hollywood was important. Yeah, it was, you know, yeah, it was very, it was a movie uh, center of the world, kind of. And uh, Pasadena was a really a nice town at that time. So your family, uh, how many kids in the family? There were four. Four kids, and then your mom and your dad. So right. there are six of you. Yeah. And are you like the oldest in the family or somewhere in between? No, I was the third. I had an older brother and an older sister, both who are deceased. Mm-hmm. And then there's, the, I have a brother who's a little younger. He's 88. Little oh. kid. <laughs> Just a young whippersnapper. Yeah. What we're going to be talking about today is your your relationship, your experiences with your dad, with your father. And uh, as you were describing to me briefly, it was tough at times, probably more than tough at times. What what was it like growing up? Well, uh, my father uh, was a very, uh, he was very honest. He was not a drunkard. He uh, tried, he tried to uh, support the family. He uh, had very little education. He, he went through the fourth grade and then went to work, and he worked the rest of his life. He was, uh, he came from a family that was uh, emotionally, uh, I think, dysfunctional. Uh, His mother and father both came from Russia, and he, they were, uh, they were gonna immigrate to uh, the U.S. They had some papers, but they had it. They went to England first on their way. They had to do that for I don't know exactly why, but apparently they had to do it. Maybe for, they had a time period or something, and 
while they were in London, my father was born. So he was born in London. Then they came to the United States and they moved, they lived in Cleveland, Ohio. And uh, as I say, my father had a fourth grade education and he went, went to work and he sold uh, uh, encyclopedias and, and uh, other things. Basically, he was always trying to do something to earn money. And he, as a result, I think, of his mother and father having this dysfunctional relationship, uh, both of them being extremely uh, stubborn. I, I remember my grandfather, he died when I was three. <laughs> but I but still you still remember, remember him. Yeah, That's I That's amazing. My grandmother died when I was uh, uh, a freshman at UCLA. And uh, she was a real tough cookie. And uh, I, I was kind of in a situation where my dad was completely unreasonable. Uh, he was not nice to my mother. When I was eight years old, I talked to my mother and I said, look, we've got to get out of here. We just can't live like this. And she said, you know, I know you're right, but what can I do? How would I support you? And uh, because she, she came from Romania when she was 13, and her mother and father died within six months of their arriving in the States. She had three brothers, so she became the lady of the household at 13. And so she had no education in Romania because they didn't believe in having girls go to school. Then when she came here, she had to take care of the, her brothers. She did the cooking in the house. So she never, ever went to school here. And she, she was, I, I felt that she was pretty smart. She had common sense. And, uh, I think she would have done well if, if she had had the opportunity. But she really had no contacts and no education, so that made it uh, pretty much impossible to break away. That's right. That is correct. I remember around the same time, I started to have uh, uh, lessons with her. I would sit down with her and help her learn to write and to read a little bit. And she learned to write a little, not much. And uh, so, it was yeah, it was really tough for her, and of course it, uh, I had a younger this younger brother, and so there were both of us there. My sister had left, and, and uh, so she she graduated from high school. So she did. She went to live with that uncle in uh, down in Venice, California, and she got a job at a department store. And my older brother was my my mother had a. One of the brothers had a relatively successful uh, china store in Akron, Ohio, and they came out to visit, I think, in 1933. And uh, they took my older brother back with them, so he wasn't in the house anymore. What, what made it so difficult in the household with your dad? Uh, I guess he was running the show, but not in, in a very he was good very, way. Yeah, he, he was very uh, autocratic, dictatorial. And he had a, you know, I, I really don't know why, what caused him to be this way, but he was not 
a happy man. And almost every morning there would be, he'd be kind of yelling and screaming at us. He actually literally threw physical, physically flew, threw things at us. Uh, I remember one time he, uh, he made this cat of nine tails for us to be able to whip us, you know. And uh, my brother and I, when he was away, we took it and buried it in the backyard. <laughs> that was a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. Uh, but it's, it's, it's very difficult to really explain this behavior, his behavior. But, you know, I, I used to walk to elementary school in the morning and I'd invariably throw up on the way to school. And why was that? Well, because of all the, the tension, the turmoil in the morning. That had gone on at, at your home at breakfast. It was a constant thing. I mean, it just went on and on, day after day, week after week. Were you, were you supported by him for things as simple as a haircut? Uh, <laughs> no. No, I, had earned, I started earning money when I think I was in the sixth grade and selling magazines and then I went on to delivering newspapers and bought a bicycle for five dollars and <laughs> delivered newspapers and then when I was in about the uh, eighth or ninth grade in junior high school I got a job at a vegetable market and I would work after school every day after school and all day Saturdays from like Eight in the morning till midnight, and I got two dollars a week. Oh, uh, back in those days, the your work ethic <laughs> at such a young age was huge. Were there friends that did the same thing? Or were you sort of the main kid in, on the block who was so motivated? No, I don't think that my uh, friends uh, did that because their parents really supported them. So then you used that money to support yourself to a degree oh, yeah. within the oh, household. Yeah, I used it. And uh, a little, a few years later, uh, when my younger brother was, he was working too. He worked at a uh, drugstore, uh, helping, helping out. And uh, uh, so we kind of had a, uh, like a glass jar or something. And we, any money we, that we earned, we put in there, and it was like common property. He, if he needed something, he'd take it. So we really helped each other a lot, and I feel like I kind of mentored my younger brother, and he feels that mm. way too. Yeah, you helped each other through that yeah. time. What happened once you got through high school where, you know, as we become teenagers, the tension can sometimes build up even more. It can come up to a head. Yeah, well, when I graduated from high school, I just turned 17, and it just scared me because I just didn't know what I was going to do. So I decided that I would continue on. This was in Pasadena, and, uh, and their educational system at that time was uh, uh, you had uh, four grades of, of uh, they call it a junior high, 7th through 10th. Then... 11th and 12th was lower division, Pasadena Junior College, lower division. And the next two uh, years, 13 and 14, were upper division, Pasadena Junior College. So I had been going to Pasadena Junior College, lower division. Hmm. Wow. And uh, so I, I said, geez, I, it just scared me because I didn't know what I was going to do. 
And so I decided I was going to continue on, so I went to junior college. And uh, just going back uh, a ways, when I was in junior high school, there was a program of opportunity to get, just kind of be exposed to three different languages. Six weeks, three six-week program. And one of them was Latin, and the Latin teacher said to me, uh, well, you're going to really uh, be helpful. This will be helpful for you when you go to college. <laughs> I said, I'm not going to go to college. I can't. I, no way could I afford to go to college. And she said, well, you really should. And I thought about it. <laughs> Her name was Mrs. Riley, and uh, she was, you know, a sweet lady. Uh, but uh, there was no, no thought that I could possibly go to college at that time. And it was because of, of the money? Of the money, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. No, there was no encouragement whatsoever from my father. Uh, you know, he, he, when, when I graduated high school, he, he wanted me to go to work. And, uh, I mean, but ultimately, you did go to college, and even though your dad or was your dad wasn't supportive, how how did you muster up the both the dollars, but also the uh, the <laughs> emotional support to do it? Well, I I wanted I did complete two years of junior college, and then I transferred. I mean, yeah, I did transfer to UCLA, and at that time, uh, educational system in the state was you know, very generous. It cost twenty-five dollars a semester. It's a little <laughs> bit different now. <laughs> I know, but that's a fact. And I lived in a co-op dorm with 130 guys. At that time, there was no co-educational dorms. And uh, it was $18 a month for my, the room and board. And you had to work four hours a week. And I did that. Plus, I worked 35 hours a week doing chauffeuring. So it sounds to me like you were pretty self-reliant. You made this happen on your own. Did, did you have support from anyone else, or you really did do it on your own? I, the only the financial support that I got was from my mother's brother, the one who took my older brother back east. I told him I just didn't have the money. I, either I told my mother or something to continue on in, at UCLA, and I only had one semester left. And so he sent a, me a check for $300. That's a lot of semesters at 25 a crack. Yeah. Well, it was room, a board, had to pay for my way, you know. So that's really encouraged me to go back. Because actually I, I stopped going to school for, I think, a semester, and I worked in a meat market. I had a lot of different jobs. I, I was a union butcher. Oh, you, you really did do a lot of things. So your level of self-reliance, uh, making it happen on your own, probably drove you to having such a successful and happy, really, ha I can see you as a happy person, uh, a happy life. It was that self-reliance that supported that effort, that, that uh, I think flow so. of life. I think that it was a little, uh, I think it made it a little difficult for uh, my wife because I was, Without realizing it, I was, you know, pretty definite about things, pretty strong. And you mean headstrong? Well, <laughs> I don't you know. Mean? I don't know that I. I don't like to think of myself as being headstrong, and I don't know that I was. I'd have to ask her. If she thought I was headstrong. <laughs> okay, you're now ninety years old, yeah. and you have have experienced a number of different jobs, 
right. opportunities. You've you've invested in society in all kinds of ways. You have a family. You're a granddad. I mean, the whole whole nine yards. Quite successful, and you're now retired in Nevada County, which is which is wonderful. Would you say, as far as applying this self reliance, which you learned through your life, that that our young these days should really consider letting it all hang out, so to speak, and really knowing that you really can dig in and do it yourself with the support of others when it's available, but you really can do it. Become self-reliant. Be bold enough to try that. Yeah, I would say so. I think, uh, you know, that my son has, uh, I don't know, he picked up a lot, a lot of things from me, it seems like, and I'm always surprised at how, even if he hasn't had that individual experience that he had it in a, uh, um, I can't think of the word I'm trying to think of right now, but. Well, you're talking about your son, Frank, right? Yeah, and, and Frank but, really is a practical guy. And yeah. I, I think maybe you used a practical way of viewing circumstances to work your way through life. Yeah, I think that that's true. And I think that, but I, I'm really impressed with his, uh, his uh, understanding of so many things that he hasn't really experienced, and, but uh, that maybe I've experienced, you know, it just surprises me. And he learned that through your stories. Yeah, I guess, I guess so, osmosis. Yeah, well, you've just now are sharing an experience for senior wisdom, so a lot of listeners will be benefiting just like your son has already done so in his life. Thanks a lot.